and boom, that's it. We're live, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Sit and Run podcast. My name is Michael Caceres. This is my show. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the very talented singer, songwriter, actor, lead vocalist for the Modern Mad, Giovanni Simone. I am he. What's up, man? He is I. How's it going, man? Dude, thank you so much for for welcoming me into your house. Oh, Uh, man. Dude, we've been trying to do this for a little while now. It has. It's been a minute, man. (laughs) We've been trying to do this for a little while. As soon as I found out you were singing in a band... It's like, dude, gotta check out the music. We gotta, you know, we gotta get this thing promoted, man. Dude, I appreciate it. Of course, man. I appreciate it. Of course. I mean, what do we got here? We got Blurry Eye, man. We do, man. Dope-ass song, man. Dope-ass song. I appreciate it. We just, we finished releasing it. It was probably last week. And Mm -hmm. then we we wanted to give it some time, doctor it up, like check some things, the mastering, the mixing, and all that. And then two days ago was the big day, man. We dropped it. Heck yeah, man. Let's see. Let's see. Let's do some shout outs. We got Jojo. Right? We got, so, so yeah, to my band, we got Jojo uh-huh. on the drums. We got Michael on the bass. We got Nick June on guitar. All great guys. Love those guys. I'm so happy to be doing what I do with those guys. Yeah, man. They, I watched, uh, watched the interview. Uh, all, <laughs> seem, all seem like a bunch of good dudes. Well, oh, yeah. How, yeah, man. How'd you guys meet? What, uh, how did, how did that happen? So this was, this was, um, Jojo and Nick were kind of the startup guys. So Nick was like, okay, I want to start a rock band kind of in the vein of like Zeppelin and all this stuff because he's, you know, guitar player really, really loves Zeppelin. So mm-hmm. then he found Jojo, I think, online somehow. Craigslist, I want oh, to cool. say. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. And they kind of got their startup. They met uh, some other guy who played bass and then he ended up having to leave. So. They put up some flyers at Citrus, of course. And oh, then cool. I just, oh, hell yeah. Yeah. And then I just pulled it right off, and I was like, okay. Yeah. Zeppelin, Black Keys, Arctic Monkeys. That's like, you. That's me. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, so n- nonetheless, man, I answered it. Um, I sent the guitar player a sample of my singing. He's like, perfect. And heck, that was it. Heck yeah, dude. That was it, man. And it all, it all went from there. It all trailblazed from there, man. I mean, we got... Michael's the newest member, so Michael came in probably about seven, eight months ago. We've been a band now, I would say... About a year. Yeah. So. And Michael's the, uh, he's the bass? He's the bassist. He's the, bass. he's the young guy too. He's much younger. Like those, I mean, those guys in general are, they're a little bit younger than I am, but Michael's definitely the, uh, the young guy in the band, but it's, it's man, it's the setup's nice and the mm-hmm. guys are committed and it's, it's a blast, man. It's a good time you hey. know, and things are happening. So we can't, can't complain. Heck yeah. <laughs> heck yeah, dude. I yeah. mean, I, I saw that, you know, the post, the post on the social media, I checked it out, blurry eye. It's a nice one. I'm gonna I'm gonna promote the hell out of this thing, man. dude. Dude, like this is crazy. So listen, people, for all you pro weed smokers <laughs> that like to like, that like to nod your head, blurry eyes for you. For all you for all you truck drivers that have to work nights, you got you got to feed your families. You check out the Modern Mad, and of course, any of you men trying to trying to take a nice girl out tonight, you need somebody something to make out to. You check out the Modern Man, Blurry Eye is your song, dude. I think we pride ourselves in that. I uh, think it's oh, like, we, we like to have a sexiness in our music. Uh, Hopefully that no, rings true. No, <laughs> dude, no, dude you, you do. Because I listen to your your other songs. You can dance to it. You can dance to I, I Dude, you can rock out to it. I don't know. It's And it's my type of thing because right I, yeah, because I was, I'm into, you know, bands from the 80s anyway. So you guys kind of got that 80s kind of alternative rock type of right, type, right. Type, type of thing going. So Yeah, we definitely, we try to take, so the guitar player, like I said, he's a real big Zep head. Like mm-hmm. Jimmy Page is his hero, loves Jimmy Page. So he really brings that Jimmy Page element to it. You know, JoJo's got a real, real love for uh, 
you know, Keith Moon, the Who. Yeah. So he brings that in his drumming. And then Michael's kind of like me. We're just like all over the map. You know, like we like some country. We like some rap. We like some you know, EDM. Like literally everything under the sun. Granted, our home base is always rock. You yeah. Know, but him and I, too, we really love funk. So we try to keep the funk in there. Too, yeah. Man. And, it's, I, and, it's... and I feel it. Right on, yeah. I, I feel it, man. I, I, I think you're. I think what you do is really cool too, man. I, I was I was watching a, a sit and run and or listening, I guess. Yeah. And uh, I think it's really cool how much you bring up your family, man. I think that's neat. I oh, think a lot oh, of cool. I think a lot of guys try to you know lay back and it's like oh I'm me and you know it's it there's that stigma of it's not cool to bring up your family oh, but God, i think no. it's, it's awesome and you're always talking about your brother and his baseball career your baseball career yeah, yeah dude i think that's awesome I, as a baseball player too i think that's totally yeah, cool yeah man i mean i if, yeah. it, if it wasn't for my mom and dad you know i wouldn't be inspired to do to do any right. do any of this stuff i right. mean one of the big things that uh that my mom got me into was pretty much all the music. I'm a big Prince guy. Hey. I, I love Prince. <laughs> now, let me ask you this. We're going to go off into the rails. I don't know how long this podcast is going to be, but Michael Jackson or Prince? Uh, I feel like I feel like so many people make that comparison, and it's just the most unfair it, comparison I, to me. I, 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 understand, I understand, bro, but... You you got it. You got to tell me, Prince or Michael Jackson? Because I'm Prince all the way. And you know, you know, while you're thinking about it, let me tell you why. The reason why I choose Prince over Michael Jackson is because Prince literally does it all. Just like you, he writes everything, he plays everything, he produces everything, he does it all. Whereas Michael Jackson, don't get me wrong, I love the fucking guy. He's amazing, but you know, he for the most part sings it, and and that's it. You know, you know, so. I, had, I had heard something, though, and I, I don't remember if it was an article or if it was somebody telling me about it, but mm-hmm. Michael Jackson does play a few instruments. I, he wasn't obviously as involved, I think, as Prince was, but I do know he plays a few instruments, um, but or did rest mm-hmm. in peace to both yeah. of them. Um, That's crazy, isn't it? It is. That's crazy, isn't it? I mean, oh, my gosh. man. I just I feel like you get to a certain level of success and you know man it's beautiful it's like you're you're amazingly wildly successful beyond your dreams mm-hmm. but man there's a psyche that goes behind that that not everybody can handle and i mean when you think about michael jackson especially and don't get me wrong prince has a massive impact on the world and mm-hmm. and, and you know uh, he's he's Prince, you know, but yeah. I don't know if there's too many artists that have reached the peak that I would say Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. the Beatles, for sure, heck yeah, and and maybe Elvis, maybe Elvis, you know, those those three, like it was, it was like it switched, yeah. you know, it like changed the, changed the world, it changed, changed the world, it. Yeah. man, and yeah, it, it, it did, and so with that said, man, I think. I think in my personal experiences, as much as I love Prince, uh-huh. I found myself listening to more Mike, no, Michael no, Jackson. No, no, but you gotta. <laughs> but 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 let me let me at least put it chronologically for you. When I, I was when I when I was a kid throughout yeah, yeah. my life, it's uh-huh. been mostly Michael Jackson. But I would say of the last four to five years, mm-hmm. it's been Prince. Okay, cool. It's been Prince. So you grew in. The... I'm I'm feeling like 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 wine, which maybe I'm going with the purplish red theme. Yeah, there, yeah, but yeah, yeah. As I've matured and gotten older, I I have leaned towards Prince for sure. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. I just I appreciate the guitar playing, man. The right the vault of fucking songs, dude, dude. I don't, man. I don't know 
where Jesus. Prince get, gets... I mean, nobody... I mean, talk about a guy who does literally everything. It's crazy. I, I don't... I mean... It's obscene is what it yeah, is. Yeah, and, and I'm a freak, dude. I got 50 of his songs on my phone right now. And I know, like, at least one or two songs from every single album. I oh, mean, my God. I mean, I... Yeah, man. I mean, I, I, I love the guy. Is he your number one? Like, your go-to? Yeah, he was. he's my go-to. Third Eye Blind is another go-to. Oh, nice, nice. Um, let's see here. Um, Beatles was a go-to for a little while, of course. Yeah, um, everybody has. Yeah, it I mean, e- I mean, everyone went through a Beatles phase. Everyone went through a Metallica phase, um, and even I mean, even right now, I'm getting a lot more into rap because huh. uh, um, when I was listening, when I was in middle school, that was when my dad introduced me to N.W.A. So, so <laughs> that's um, a good introduction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I, when I was in middle school, N.W.A. was and people looked at me like I was weird, you know, with with fuck's this guy, you know, where where, yeah. where is he come? Why does he listen to that shit? And then they make straight out of Compton, and it's like, yeah, motherfuckers. I was <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to that my whole life. Yeah, like when everybody was like not really paying attention to that and paying attention to Kanye, like I was <laughs> listening to N.W.A. Yeah, man. Hey, hey, man, I got a lot of love for Kanye too. I think he's a great artist. I tried, man. I tried. It didn't work. I don't you know, know what it is. It's there is no debating music. There's no yeah. arguing music. I mean, it's like I, I feel cliche as I sit there looking at guitars on my bed. You um, have guitars on your bed. <laughs> your dope room, by the way. It's all hers, though. It's yeah, all hers. yeah. Not, I mean, you got the Elvis. No, you, no, no. You, but but for the listeners, it, it's manly. There's there. My girlfriend's <laughs> stuff's not in the room. There's uh, pictures of cool stuff, guy stuff. <laughs> You got Dean on the wall, you know? We're You're chilling. right. We got James. We got Elvis. You got the Dodger hat. I have a TV. That's mine. <laughs> You're not 100% whipped with this woman. Oh, my God. <laughs> we're hey. we're going to have another one. We're going to have another one. Right, right. <laughs> we're going right. to have another one. Oh, God. Yeah. Too bad we can't we can't mention the beer that we're drinking because we're not sponsored by anything on this fucking podcast. <laughs> Literally. Beer? Yeah, what? Exa- water? That, that's what I'm saying. Beer? What, what kind of water do you drink? Seven uh, Eleven, um. uh, <laughs> Arrowhead, Dasani. Oh you can't you can't mention anything anything on this thing, man. Oh. Like I was talking to um what the heck I was talking to uh, another buddy of mine on my on a last podcast. He's a uh, he was a, he's a soccer coach. He's like a soccer trainer. Oh, wow. So he, we talked about everything. We're like, oh, we're, we like the Adidas. We like the Nike. We like everything. Right. And I had to shout out to the world. We are not sponsored by any of this. Wow. <laughs> yeah, man, because I don't, I don't trust anybody. You, you know, you I mean, can't, I mean, you, you can't, can't. You, I mean, you can't because, um, I mean, for all, for all we know, people are going to go hit up like the feeling and, bl- and blurry eye and be like, oh, we're, where did these guys get their music from? So there's people out there that are looking for ways to bring people down. Oh, dude, you know, you know it's it's me and the and it's funny because like in within the band, um, you know, me and the guitar player, we write. You know, like it, it's been cool. The as I said in you know the interview, it's been really cool having like the bassist and the drummer. You know, they've been throwing in their input and having some really good ideas. Um, with you know with the songwriting, but predominantly it, it's it's me and the guitar player. Sometimes in this room, or usually outside, you know, on the patio. But 
you know, man, we copyrighted our stuff immediately. It's like we wrote the song, copyrighted, and it's not cheap, dude. Like you have to copy. Yeah, yeah. you I have mean, to copyright everything because, man, you never know who's gonna try and screw you over. You never know who's gonna go. Oh, well, I wrote that. I wrote something. That's like, no, no, you fucking didn't. Yeah, you I know. know. <laughs> I, I know. I know. Man. And I'm sure as a, as doing what you do, dude, it's like. Oh, 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 yeah, dude. I mean, when when I write, um, I, hold on. I got this. Is actually um a good question for people in 2017. How do you write? Uh, and and I mean I mean literally. You you do pen to paper or do you do or do you type? I do pen to paper. Thank God, man. There's I still do pen to there's paper. still more of us out there. Hey, I am I am a an old I'm I feel like sometimes I'm like Tommy Chong, like stuck in a young person's Dude, body. <laughs> I, I feel that way too. Oh, man. Why why me and you weren't in eighty eight? It, oh, it's man. it's beyond it's beyond me, dude. Oh man, I, I feel like I am an old man placed in a young man's body for mm-hmm. sure, man. I, I, I appreciate you know, what has come before, for sure. And that's not to say that you don't love the technology or what's happening now, but, I mean, you just, everybody has proclivity toward things that they like, man. And, and I think, probably like yourself, we just kind of have more of a proclivity to things that have happened already, you know? And, yeah. and it's not to say that it's outdated, it's just, we love the 70s, the 80s, yeah. the 60s. Yeah, you know, dude. It's just, that's and where and it's the, the only truly time, it's like school for me. The only truly time I am I am typing it out is when I, I take my pen, my, my, red, my red marker, <laughs> I go through my jokes, and I say, all right, take that out, take that out, and then I go type it in. Right. You know? So it's kind of like, I still use it, but I'd rather be in the moment writing down my feelings you know what you know it's whatever. interactive yeah I, I and i mean it, and it, and you think you think more when you right. write you know i feel like you know it's strange because you know one could argue people like i always have these like inner arguments within my head it's like oh you know maybe one you know sometime before they were saying oh pen and paper that's you know years and years and obviously hundreds of years ago they were going pen and paper that's that's ridiculous, you know, you're not really thinking, but, you know, and, and, and that might be the case, but uh-huh. I, I kind of feel like there's just even more of a disconnect now, you know, like, yeah. with the, the and dude, I'm the first to say, I couldn't survive without my phone, I handle emails, yeah. I handle important text messages, yeah. everything gets done, through them. that's the way our world is set up, yeah. that is the way it is, you yeah. cannot function properly in our business as yeah. entertainers, oh yeah, you can't do it without without it's, the phone. That's it, it. I I agree. I I agree. How the hell else am I gonna tell all my friends that I have a new podcast episode out? Right. I gotta wait until I'm home to to, <laughs> to put it up. But but all the opportunities are like now and like now now now. You don't want to wait. It is. It, everything's instant. Yeah. Every- I mean, man, look. How else am I gonna tell people that my life is way better online than it really is in person? <laughs> <laughs> you look at you look at my Instagram page, dude. Like the last twenty posts are nothing but a check this out. Yeah, that, that's it. Man. <laughs> I haven't put anything like I didn't put anything personal out on Fourth of July on Memorial Day. I put nothing personal. It right. was literally me trying to get myself out there. Um, talk about a talk about a selfish fuck. No, I'm t- I, I you are just so selfish. You're just so selfish. One of these days, I'm gonna find that beautiful picture of my mom and say, "Mom, I love you so much." Oh <laughs> uh, man, yeah, she. My mom's on Instagram now. Uh, I mean, all the older people, man, they're figuring it out. They're. On- I think it's you know, man. You know, I I will say this, and I and this is one thing that I think is beautiful. And and my dad is by no means like a, you know I never like title him as an old guy because my dad's a working actor, a working musician, like. He's doing it, man. Like, if I could be doing what he's doing at his age, I'll be it. I'm down. Yeah. 
But it, it's cool, man. You know, like, I'll hear my grandparents talk about, like, oh, God, I haven't spoken to this person in years, haven't seen this person in years, and I just find them, I see their picture, you know? it's there. There is a beautiful element about it, too, you know? So you can't be 100% down on it. There's a mm-hmm. lot of really, really beautiful elements about uh, the the web. Man. Yeah. And, and a lot of not so beautiful, but yeah. there's there's a lot of great stuff too. Heck no! Let's start plugging this song again, man. <laughs> Let's start plugging this song. What do you got going? What do you got going? The modern mad man. The modern mad. Okay, so dude, the modern this dude. Is, this is crazy, man. On you're, the docket. You're, you're like touring. You're like doing. You you went to. You're like all over the place, man. Yeah, man. So so Hawaii Hawaii was Hawaii, a, yeah. Hawaii was a good time. So then the big thing we got coming up, man is uh warp tour vans warp tour mm-hmm. that's heard about that yeah that's gonna be a really big deal for us man we're uh so we it was through oddly enough you know uh, a common connection in a sense is citrus college one of what really great professor there his name's alan waddington he's a he's a drummer he's multi-instrumentalist he's a really awesome guy mm-hmm. he's kind of served as a mentor you know he's been a teacher of mine at citrus and then that aside he's been a mentor for the band mm-hmm. and so he's got a close relationship with kevin lyman who is the founder of warp tour oh cool and so he um he was there kevin lyman was at school one day and mm-hmm. and you know alan was telling us about it and we were like we got to say something to him. Yeah. Like, like we're young, hungry guys in a band. Like, we got to say something to him. Yeah. So, my my guitar player and I, demo in hand, we're like shaking because we're like, oh man, we got to we gotta talk to Kevin yeah, Lyman. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, we did it. I went up and I mean, I think, you know, it was just like, you just do it. I walked up to him. I said, Mr. Lyman, we love what you do. We love Vans Warped Tour. We're huge fans. Look, it's a long shot. Here's our, this was like an EP we made at this studio right down the street. And it was uh-huh. like, look, here's two of our songs. Let us know what you think. And then, dude, like out of nowhere, I was like, we're playing tonight at, at Old Town Pub in Pasadena. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> and now that I think about it, I think it was the next night we played. And I was like, look, I, I, you, you're probably crazy busy, but... It's in Pasadena, Old Town. He's like, yeah, I know Old Town Pub. I live right in Altadena. We were like, dude. We were like, oh, oh my god. god. He's like, yeah, I'm not doing anything. I'll swing by. We were like, oh, oh my god. god, dude, this is it. We were like, we were so stoked, man. So he came out to the show and he really liked the band. He said he wanted to get one of our songs recorded at Citrus, which we're still kind of semi working on. We're, cool. we're trying to finesse that because the, the the studio they have there is state of the art. It's oh, beautiful. Oh yeah, you the, modern mad is like down here, unfortunately. With oh what, man, with, with what they have going on in they just at had, Citrus? They just had Manilow, man. I mean Barry Manilow. Oh, no, big, really? You know that? No, yeah, I didn't know that. Citrus had they had Barry Manilow come through to help promote uh, Melissa Manchester, who's that's that's a whole other ordeal. I mean she's mm-hmm. great too. You know it's like all these awesome big names but yeah man he came out to the show uh-huh. liked us said oh we'll get the song recorded and then next thing you know we're in a battle of the bands to be on warp tour dude and then we won that and then wow dude here that's, we are man that, that's crazy it is man it's it's it, it's crazy it's like we're like and we're not not to say that we're not grateful because we're absolutely grateful but we're not settled man it's like no, we're hungry it's no, like we want you're... oh we're bands warp tour yep what's next like get on it get on it get on it that's how you have to be man yeah, I mean, it's a uh, a lot of people. It's it's uh, unfor- It's a job. It, it is. It's a job. Absolutely. If you, here's the way I think about it. If you don't, if you don't wake up every day, thinking about what as a, as an artist, as a as an entertainer, if you don't wake up every day thinking about how I can get better, 
as that you're it's just it's don't not for it. you. yeah it's don't not for do you it. don't do it yeah. i mean i literally i woke up this morning and i was like man i gotta i gotta write some jokes you know what i mean like of i course. yeah man like i woke up and i was just like all right i gotta read a script i gotta do something you know what i mean something that something that will open up my mind and get me better as an actor where i can you know just read new material and right. try to figure out you know you, you got to do the homework so but before we before we we, we finish talk I, I want to ask you something sure. don't don't remind me because I, I, I'm I'm very curious about the stand-up process I've, I've never found myself I, I don't really see myself doing it but I have a lot of questions about it because it just it's so fucking cool you it's, know it's so fucking hard you bro. just <laughs> go up there and it's just you but before we get to that before we get to that yes yeah mm-hmm. we have warp tour Mm-hmm. We have we have a few like oh god we probably have like seven gigs lined up before uh, oh, before yeah. the month ends man it's crazy, um, but yeah man so we got some gigs coming up we got Warp Tour we got the new single man Blurry Eye so Blurry Eye Blurry Eye is a trippy song man Blurry Eye I've, I've I uh, I don't I don't know I don't know what it is man but I, I liked it <laughs> like I I liked it I was like all right but, no because I see you put yourself out there and right. me, and me I don't know if I'm being a dick but I don't check it out. You know, right, like, like, right. like, you know, it's like, all right, I know my boy's doing, doing some shit, doing that's his it. thing, right? But, but I don't know what it was. I saw, I saw Blurry Eye, and I was like, all right, I, I gotta, I, I, like, I'm interested in interviewing this guy. I haven't even, right. I haven't even done my research, so I did, and it was, it's a good song, man. I appreciate it's, that, it's man. A good yeah, song. we're, we're hoping, we're the big thing for us, man, is we're just trying to like spread the word, dude. We're trying to get people because our issue is like. We don't ever fear, like, we feel like we have a lot of confidence when people hear us, man, they'll like what they hear. Mm-hmm. For us, it's just, it's promoting it, man. It's like, yeah. if you don't, if you don't have, like, a, like, a giant fan base, dude, you gotta make it happen. You mm-hmm. gotta, like, promote, you know, pay the money to, for, for the social networks to promote your stuff. It's, it's a grind, man. Yeah. It's a fucking grind. You, are you guys doing, doing some old school shit? Are you printing out papers and printing them all we over? We do, man. We have business cards. I do. We have Hell business yeah. cards. That dude. Is ne- <laughs> dude, that, nobody does that anymore. That yeah, is ne- pe- That is some next level shit. No, <laughs> no, I need to get business cards. I'm on some visionary <laughs> shit. <laughs> that, that's, that's what I'm saying, man. Because like nobody puts posters of themselves on the trees anymore. Nobody, no, man. The, no, nobody, nobody does that. But you never know. You like, don't know. You don't know who's gonna see it, man. And if it looks good enough, somebody's gonna pick it up, man. Yeah, that's so you, business cards, dude. We, we're dude. We're so like, like especially like, man, like, like we're all so hungry, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, so we're like, okay, we can go to this event mm-hmm. and like pan things out, you know, and just like, we're hungry, man. We just want to like, get it out. That's there. how you do it. I'll go to comedy clubs and, right. and talk to people, you know, you like, have to, you, you have, have to. you have to, you can't like, you can't fully depend on social media. You have to get out there. You have to go to comedy. You go to, you have to go to fucking concerts and, and cause you never know that guy might be a producer. That guy, that guy might have something to do with stand up. So you have, <laughs> so you have to open up like, yeah, you know, I'm studying theater at a, at this place. I also act. I also do this, you know? Right. Yeah. Of that's, course, yeah, definitely. I, I think it's, it's pretty much all that now. Cause I feel like there was a point in time, you know, in, in rock in music and, and even in, in acting, you know, you got, a, you got a big agent, you got in with one of the big companies and you were set, dude, mm-hmm. you were in, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I got in with Warner. I got in with Disney. 
We're not sponsored by those. (laughs) (laughs) We we are not sponsored by YouTube or HBO. We are sponsored by nothing (laughs) other than ourselves. (laughs) Yeah, go fuck yourselves. All you people that are listening to the Set and Run podcast, thank you. But you people that are trying to take me down, go fuck yourselves. Oh, my God. All right, here we go, baby. So So you got got in with Horner. You got in. (laughs) Yeah, man. You got in with the big name companies. Yeah. And you were solid, man. I feel like now it's like you gotta make it happen yourself, dude. Like a guy that I'm sure you've seen that I, I really I'm loving his show right now. Aziz Ansari, yeah, master of none. I mean, no, like, dude, I never got into the show. Never got into the show. Is I feel good? like you Is especially would appreciate. Heck yeah, dude. You'll love it. I see it on Netflix, and I I'm always tempted to watch it. I'm always, oh, I just never clicked on it. Click it. No, okay. Because I did the same thing. I was on the way back. For, I was on the plane ride back from Hawaii, and I was going. Man, I've already watched my shark documentary. Fun fact. I love sharks. Giovanni Simone loves sharks. I, I, I'm i so into that. When I was out there in Hawaii, I went cage diving with sharks. And I was like, wow. Jesus, this is so cool. Fuck yeah, dude. But uh, but that, I mean, yeah, man. And it's like, I was, I, was on the, I was on the plane right back and I'm like, yeah, everybody's telling me about it. My bassist is telling me about it. My good friend's telling me about it. All right, fuck it. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. So I watched it. I was like, "This is so relatable." Like it, like it. It's in the nuances, man. It's like in the smallest, slightest things. He touches on things that maybe are not theatrical enough. Yeah. You know, and he's making it work, and it's yeah. so cool. I think in a way that's the way that media and 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 art and it's like there's this sense of realism that it's like. Let's touch on things that are that would just normally never be theatrical enough to make your traditional cool, and cool. and I feel yeah. like Master None really touches on that. So so moving back to that, this guy writes it, directs it, puts it on. I mean, it's like that's the way things oh, are. So, oh, now. oh, so this guy does it all then? He does it all, man. Heck I mean, yeah. granted, he's got people put helping yeah. him put it yeah, on. Yeah, for sure, of for sure. But like like in like his stand up he's hilarious he's hilarious he's, he's, dude, he's hilarious he's hilarious so the match i got i got to look up i got to look into that show then watch it man yeah definitely. you'll enjoy it heck yeah but so yeah man we're we're startup man we're like we're right to be i i i can't even say we've been a band for a year we've been this unit has been a band for about 7 months mm. and stuff's happening man so it's like we're hungry dude yeah. we're hungry we just want to keep pushing man and 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 we're humble, you know, we, we love who have come before, we love who's around us now, we got nothing but respect and love for everyone, so it's just like, man, we're hungry, and we're gonna keep pushing until it's our time, and we know our time's yeah. gonna come, man, we Fuck know. Yeah, man. <laughs> and you, you, got, you gotta keep that attitude, because you it's, have to. Uh, it's, uh, it's not easy. It's not, it is not fucking easy. I mean, I, and that's one of the reasons, one of the reasons why, I feel like I wanted to interview you because I feel like when it comes to this this entertainment business, you're positive about it. So oh, yeah, yeah you, like you're positive about it. So that's why, like, when it comes to me being in touch with people who are getting into this, I have to be around people like you, right? Because if I'm around someone who's like a like a downer or somebody who's just like oh like I jaded, should, yeah, like like you know like someone who's like man, that, why is not why how come that's not happening to me? You know, you know what I mean? Like, how come, how come that guy made it? That, that guy's shitty. You know what I mean? You know, I can attribute that to, and and I, I don't I don't say this, you know, I, I say this in, in the most humble way possible. My entire family's in the business, man. I mean, like, my dad is a working actor. He was, I mean, he's been in 
just recently in a group on what's his name what's his name dean simone dean simone yeah that's cool. that's that's the actor name man and he's that's a sick ass name by the way it's a cool name dean simone it sounds so regal <laughs> that, that, he's like t- like a t- that's a tough name when people see dean simone they don't want to see their their resume they don't want to see the headshots they just want to look at him just because of his name <laughs> that's what type I'll of come, name that is i'll, I'll give him a shout out man <laughs> that's a, like if i'm a casting director i'm like i don't know this guy but he has a cool name hey Dean, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what type of name that is. Yeah, man. I mean, like he was he was in a Groupon commercial. He's done work with Mickey Rourke. He's done. He was really re- really close with John Voight for a long time. Dude, that's I awesome. Mean, and then, dude, for my grandfather, my grandfather, my I mean, you know, he just recently passed. It was mm-hmm. a really really sad thing. Not my dad's dad, my mom's dad. Mm-hmm. He was a he was a performer and a booking agent. Uh, for Disney for over thirty five years over at Disneyland, oh, that, dude, that's awesome. But back right. in the day, man, he was in New Jersey doing the doing you know the the big band circuit. Frankie Valley came on stage hey, with him once. Frankie I mean, Valley. dude, my family, <laughs> my my mom's done stuff. I mean, dude, my 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 family is mired in it. So with that said, man, I I have a lot of people who have a lot of insight on it, and they all say one thing. It's like. You gotta be like you gotta be like a boat in the water, man. It's like it's sometimes you're gonna sink and sometimes you're gonna like rise, man. And it's just you gotta be even keeled with it all. You gotta be like this is as it's supposed to be, and it's all gonna happen for me as it's supposed to be. And like you said, oh, why did it happen for this person and not for me? You know, one of the early things as an entertainer that my family always told me is another person's success has absolutely nothing to do with your success. It has nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. That person's going to have their success, and that's their path. And, I mean, some people don't want to believe in fate or the odds or God or whatever you want to believe in. Mm-hmm. I personally believe that things happen for a reason. I yeah. do. I think that things happen for an absolute reason. And and if that guy got that part over me or that band got that slot over me, mm-hmm. that's how it was supposed to happen, and my time's going to come. And I'm never going to stop believing that my time's going to come, and, it, and it'll come, and yep. it'll happen. That's why... That's that's why, and that's I'm sure that, you I'm sure why, you believe the, the same oh, exact man, thing. I, as as fucking hard it is for me to admit that, dude. <laughs> you have to be that way. You have to. Yeah, man. You'll I mean, sink otherwise. Yeah, yeah. Uh, other, otherwise, there's no point because there's there's times when you're bitter. There's of course. T- yeah, man. There's times when you know when you're just saying you know fuck that. That's human nature. Yeah, man. it's human nature. But if you are good at waking up the next day and saying, all right, you know, I struck out. That's you know fucking we got another at bat you know what I mean that's the way I that's the way I think about one it. for three is a three hundred batting average yeah that, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm saying man that's what I'm so saying. so I, I I'm I know I'm being interviewed but I give, have dude, to I have give to it, know give it to me man I have Inter- to know. interview me on okay, my own okay, show. Man, so stand up comedy mm-hmm. you walk up on that stage yep and that is that's you. Mm-hmm. That's you, man. That's me. That's that's it. There's no gimmicks. There's no there's no hook. There's no punchline. I mean, well, there is. Yeah. But there's no like, okay, oh, I messed up the script, or oh, I forgot my lyrics. It's like, I'm standing up here and I'm looking face to face at these people, and I'm in charge. I gotta be in charge and do my thing. Yep. That's yeah. crazy. It's 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 amazing, man. I mean, me myself as a as a person, I've learned a lot about myself right. when I started when I started taking acting seriously. Which you know, shout out to Citrus College. That's the only reason I'm doing it. Shout um, out, yeah, man. They uh, and then when I they I found out a lot about myself in that 
fucking little theater. I found out. <laughs> I found out as we all have. As we all, I learned a lot about myself writing these jokes and making and just making fun of myself. Um, I don't. I don't even know how to explain it, man. I mean, me as myself, I'm a very sarcastic person and I'm very angry. So that's what my act is all about. Okay. Yeah, as a as a comedian. So, um, of course, I'm joking. Right. But there's a truth to to all of the to all of those fucking jokes, man. Right. You have to bring that. Yeah, you do. So the way I do it is, I really do truly talk about work all the time. I talk about myself all the time on daily things, and you have to talk about everything. Whether you think it's not funny or not, right. those other people might think it's funny. So whatever happened to you at work or what happened that day, just tell just tell the Say story. It. Just tell the story, dude. You're gonna bomb. We're all gonna bomb. You're gonna have shitty sets. Of course. I, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have a shitty shitty open mic time. So it's it's liter- it's life, man. It's it's a fucking therapy session. It is, man. Yeah, that's I, cool. I that's yeah. so cool. Yeah, man. I mean if you if you get into stand up comedy or music for money Good fucking luck because your artistic sh- views are not going to come out. So, Man. so here's what happened. I this was oh, this was probably a year and a half ago. It was February 2016. Okay. I just turned I just turned 21. So that uh, at around that time, um, let's see. I just finished taking Neil Weiss's camera acting class. Um, I figured out what acting was and I always wanted to look into stand-up comedy. So I was like, all right, well, I'm going to, I'm going to write some jokes. Yeah, sure. Like I'll write something, you know, I'll just write some shit. So I met somebody at work who is a rapper and it turns out he would do, he would rap after comedy shows. So he, yeah. So he, so what happened was he would get gigs at comedy shows. And then when the comedy show was over, they would have have their music session, so he'd go up and rap. Wow, that's so, crazy. So what happened was, um, another thing I do to kind of um, bring out this anger and the sarcasm is I do one-liners. So I do mm. a lot. So I do a lot of puns. I do a lot of stupid jokes, but I say them with a delivery that's sarcastic or angry. So, uh, so okay. So I remember I told him um, I was like, "Yeah, man, you know, I'm interested in doing it." And I actually worked out jokes in front of him while we were working. I told him some jokes that I had written. That's and, crazy. And he was laughing, dude. Like, he was dying. That's ball. awesome. Yeah, and he was laughing. So he said, dude, you're hilarious. I know a guy who who does comedy shows because he's a rapper. Um, I'll hit him up, and, uh, and, we'll go, and we'll go from there. We'll see if I can get you a gig. Right. Well, this guy, Brett as is, that's his name, stand-up comedian, fucking hilarious, Brett as is texts me and says, "Hey man, I heard you're a comedian. Lied my ass off. Never done stand up in, in in my life. Never done it. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, yeah man. I, t- he, I I lied my ass off, dude. He said, "Yeah, man, I heard you do stand up." And I said, "Yeah, yeah." And he said, "I have a show um, coming up on this date. Um, I want you to open open the show. You you can do ten minutes." I was like, "Fuck, ten minutes. All right. F- yeah, dude, I'm gonna do it." So I had two weeks to prepare. Just wrote. And I talked about work, relationship issues, Dude. right? We always have we always have jokes when it comes to relationships. I did <laughs> and work too. <laughs> and, and work, I did one liners. I did everything. I'm not kidding you, Giovanni Simone. I went up there. I was supposed to do ten minutes. I did fucking thirty. 
30 Dude. minutes. The first time I ever did stand-up, I did 30 minutes. And you know why? It's because those people were... that. I don't know if I walked into a crowd that all happened to work in retail, but they all were fucking laughing. Eating it up. They were, they, <laughs> dude, because I was going to stop. I was I was going to stop. My 10 minutes was up, but I kept going. And Why not? So, yeah. So, <laughs> so they were laughing. I all had a good time. I got off the stage, and I was talking to comedians who have been doing comedy for over 10 years. So they came up to me and they asked me how long I've been doing comedy. I said that was my first time. And they took they they were like, "Dude, fuck off. There's no way. You had to have been doing it for years. You had to have been writing. You had to And I said, "No, man, that was my first that was time. It. That was it." So they all told me, "I don't know how how that was your first time, but you need to keep on doing it. You need to keep on writing. You're talented. I don't know how the fuck you did it, but you have to keep on doing it." And Brett as is, shout out to fucking Brett as is cuz he's the one that gave me the opportunity. He invited me to the next show. I killed again. He asked me to host the show with him. Dude, so, hell yeah. So ever since that happened, open mics, writing, and, and that's it, dude. I mean, before you know it, the Ice House came up. Um, the Flappers came up. Hell and, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and I um, this is hilarious because now I'm kind of getting into that zone where, same with you, it's I'm hungry. It's time to fight. I'll take anything. Right. Anybody that thinks I'm funny, I will go. Whether it's a stupid-ass <laughs> quinceanera or whatever the hell it is, I will take whatever whatever they give me. I just booked a nooner. A nooner means that you're performing somewhere between noon and 4 p.m. So I got I got an That's what they call it. That, a, nooner. Yeah, a nooner. Is that is that specific to stand up? To stand up comedy. Oh, that's cool. So I got an email a few days ago from this um, from um, it's a, it's a it's an improv group, and mm. they and they said, uh, hey, we heard your your set from the Ice House. Uh, we're gonna give you ten minutes. Uh, it's at noon. <laughs> So, so you're gonna come out to the right on that noon or March, <laughs> right, right at noon. Oh, be there man. at eleven forty-five, and you can come up and do your, and do your ten minutes. So that happened. Um, I have another gig coming up on August fifth at the Haha ha Comedy Club in uh, in North Hollywood. Right so, on. So I mean, it, it's happening, man. It's just it's same with you. I've been in it for almost two years, and it's pretty much I, I'll take everything, try to perform as much as possible. You never know who's in the crowd. That's it. You never know. That's it. And that's the thing is like I think you have to like a, a lot of a lot of like young artists will be like, oh, okay, well this is a smaller gig, and you know I'll kind of like throw in some of these. Like in your case, it'd be like, oh, I'll throw in some of like these jokes and that jokes, and you know I won't I won't make it a point, you know to, to and, and and the thing is, man, is you never ever ever know. Yeah. You know, like like, oh, man, I we I forget what gig we were doing. Oh. That's what it was. It was a it was a fucking it was a breast cancer awareness thing. I done I I done one of those. Yeah, and I mean it's <laughs> a beautiful. Done, I done one of those. It's a beautiful yeah. thing, man. Beautiful it's like thing. I'm here for a great cause and I can get behind it. But we were thinking to ourselves, it's a breast cancer rally. These are these are either survivors or families and friends of exactly. survivors. And dude, there was there was a young girl who was there. She was the act before. She's like a singer songwriter type. There was this guy who represents her, who's represented all kinds of, of like big people, yeah, and came up and talked to us after and was like getting our information stuff. It's like we stepped into this thinking we were gonna see no one, and yeah. like this guy yeah. had represented all these people. It's like, yeah, you never know, that, man. That, that's you what I'm saying. That, that's a funny story because I uh, this was actually I had just started out. I was doing stand up for like six months. And uh, Brett, Brett as is hit me up and said, "Hey man, you want to come in, uh, come and do uh, the show with me? It's a breast cancer thing." And I was like, "All right." 
um, did my my one liner set, dude, and I bombed. Oh, they I weren't having were, it. We're, we're not having it. And oh I, man! And it's the worst feeling in the world. Oh, dude, I know. When you're in front of <laughs> when I, you're when you're in a in a front of a bunch of drunken people that don't understand you. Oh, oh man. man, it's crazy. It's so they crazy. were drunk at a breast cancer. Oh, oh, oh yeah, man. This was like a big old big old thing, man. For uh, for, for somebody, I think it, you know what? It was somebody that just passed away. Uh, so so that it was more more like you it know, was a celebration of it, life before yeah, a, yeah it was a breast cancer awareness thing you know that's cool yeah so so it, and it was a big old Mexican family all right so oh. big, big old Me- so of course they got to bring all their friends in all their cousins in all their everything yeah man, oh, man. I, yeah man I bombed they just they were with it was it like they were not laughing or you could just tell they were kind of like uh... a lot of you know what I looked at the at the faces of some people and they were just like. I don't, I don't, I don't know. They were just giving me that face, like, like who the fuck's this guy? I don't, I don't know what he's talking about, man. <laughs> like it's, it's like I, I, this guy's supposed to be funny, right? Like I don't, I don't know what's going on. This is a buzzkill. Like I was, they looked confused, man. They You're was just like, they, <sighs> yeah, man, they, they, they looked confused. So, so yeah, that was, uh, that's, that's funny. Yeah, breast cancer awareness. Dude, we, I feel like, I feel like if anybody says they don't have a story like that, they're fucking lying. Mm. Because Dude, we no. did a man, we did a show. It was this place out in Fullerton, and man, there was like a total of like three people in the bar, <laughs> and yep, yep, and, and it was like the bartender was just so angry and mad at life, yep. and it was just like. <laughs> It was just like, you know, we're just here to play music. Yeah, like, dude. Like, we have we have a beer ticket. You don't have to be so angry yeah, about our beer ticket. I, I know. We're the band. It's just a beer ticket. <laughs> I know, dude. These uh, fi- these fucking people, man. It's crazy. Uh, did you did you ever work in retail? I did. As my first job was retail. Yeah, it's it, it is my first job, and it still is my first. Where job. Where you work? I work in. I work at Lowe's. We are not sponsored by fucking Lowe's. <laughs> <laughs> I, I work in. Uh, I work in the garden department. Oh, and I see. I, I feel like that would not be a bad job. No, 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 dude. Don't get me wrong. I love my job. Right. The right. The, the money's good. I drive forklifts. I drive the reach. So I. Did you have to get certified for all? I had to get certified for all that. Wow. Yeah, so um, the basic retail stuff, you got to make sure you bring everything forward, zone, fold, whatever the fuck you, you got to do. Make it make it look good for the customers. So I really do do truly love working there. I really do. Right. But I've lost faith in people, in customers, in people. Humanity. Ju- humanity. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I have, man. I have. It's like, it's like, dude, why are you so angry all the time? You know what I mean? Like, I think I'm an angry person. That, you know what I mean? Like, I think I'm a dick. There's a whole, a brand new world of anger. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, I'm sarcastic. I'm bitter. I hate my my life. You know what I mean? But no, these people hate their lives. These people are mad. These people, yeah, dude. And, and I don't know, man. I just, I happen to get people on their worst days sometimes, man. And they just, oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and I get so so insecure and so like I'm like, dude, like didn't you have a dad? You know, like oh, like man. like I get so like dude oh, like, man. like dude like who raised you that way, man? Like why why? Oh man Yeah, man, it's I feel that I like you know, it's it's funny. My first my first because I've I mean I've I've I work it right now. Mm-hmm. I mean I I'm hesitant to say I work there because now like <laughs> at this point I haven't like I barely work there. I mean, I work there maybe two, three times a month. But it's Mimi's Cafe. I, hey, I, make, I, hey, make, I heard of that place. Yeah, Heck you know, yeah. It, it's family, family joint. It's they, cool. uh, we are not sponsored by Mimi's Cafe. Hey, they they got any open mics there? 
Dude, <laughs> Dude, I've actually pitched that. The guy who's the guy who is he was our general manager. Now he works in, uh, he's like the district guy. So he's even above that. I've told him I was like, you know, man, if you let me, if you handed me a guitar and we just did like one night where I played for like forty five minutes, this restaurant would pop. Granted, that's a little ambitious of me, but I don't, I don't regret it. I don't regret it. No, I'll, you I'll don't. still tell him it. <laughs> no, man, you don't. You don't. Jason, if you're listening to this, I still want to do it. <laughs> no, dude. That, uh, but, but I mean, yeah, that's what man. it is. That's what, and and are you are you a waiter? I'm a server. Yeah. You're a server. Yeah. But you know, man, th- I got into this probably. This has been my job now for probably three years, and I mean, granted. In the last like year and a half, two years, I've been making most of my money like music. I I sing covers or the band does make money. We're fortunate that we 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 find venues that pay us, mm-hmm. you know, and that's really rare when you have an original band because usually, you make most of your money doing cover gigs, and that is still where I make most of my money. You oh, know, cool. I, I do I'll do like you know gigs, either weddings or events and stuff like that. Oh, Actually. Yeah. Through somebody also, Gino Munoz at Citrus College, oh, he okay. really like he's a he's a kind of a foster parent for a lot of musicians. You know, he'll shoot you gigs, he'll help you out. So shout out to Gino, he, he really does a great job. Heck yeah! Dude. But um, yeah, I make most of my money playing music. But that aside, going back to the the straight job topic, yeah. for a good while I was at I was at Mimi's, and you come across some characters. Serving man, you come across some characters, and and they really come out when they're dining with their families. It's yeah, like, you get some people who are like. Oh, like that's how you act okay yeah yeah cool <laughs> no, oh, oh, yeah dude but, and and see here's the thing of course i i bitch about it and i right. you know i complain about it but later that day i get inspiration from these people that's where the jokes come from you have to man yeah, and that, that's what's beautiful about stand-up is you can just like copy and paste what you yeah. just experienced and then go do that shit that night and yeah. and, and it's even more a beautiful thing because i do it for acting as well like of the, course. like the, like the way these fucking people walk the way these people shape like Sherry sh- has us observe oh, people. Oh, oh yeah, dude, yeah, and that was a cool thing that she because before we actually even did that exercise, I was actually already doing that. I'm That's a, smart. I'm, I'm a freak, dude. You're I, not a freak. I, you're I, smart, man. Yeah, you're, like, you're paying I, attention. Like I studied. Um, I dude, I'm not. I don't know how many episodes of Inside the Actor Studio I've watched. <laughs> I've studied with James Lipton. With James Lipton, man. <laughs> with James Lipton, it's fu- it's funny, dude. Because I can't I, unsee Will Ferrell. Sometimes I really can't. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. When he when James Lipton is is on, I do think of Will Ferrell sometimes, <laughs> dude. And you're into that Saturday Night Live shit. Too. Oh man, dude, this is of course fun. we're of gonna course. we're gonna podcast for hours. I swear. Oh my god, oh, man. man, this is this is fucking awesome. Let's go back to the modern man. Okay, let's okay, plug okay. let's plug them in again. My man JoJo, Nick, Michael. Fucking Geo, dude. Fuck, man. The the mo- the modern mad. The modern mad. Sponsored by the modern mad. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, we um we have to uh, we have to set up a time. Uh, you're gonna be on my podcast again, man. This has been so much fucking fun. Hell we, yeah. We got we definitely have to set up the, all the guys and uh, and fucking and do and do this again, man. Dude, I'm so down. I, I feel like um you'll like those guys. They're 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 very. Jojo's like you and I. The drummer's like you and I. He's into stand-up. He's into acting. So him and I are really in it. Uh, Nick and Michael, my, my, I call them my wingmen because it's like, it's like I'm in front and then it's like right yeah, on the wings. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but, you know, Nick, Nick and Michael, they're, they're music guys, man. They really, they delve into it. Like, Nick's a skater. That's like, we all kind of have like side things. So like, for sure, for sure. So like me and Jojo are really into the acting. Jojo's really into the stand-up stuff. 
Michael, Michael and like Nick is a, is a skater. Michael is like the music head of the group, even though he's the youngest guy, like he knows the most theory. He knows his modes, his scales, his, you know, he's really into that stuff. So it's cool to have a guy like that on board, you know, because he's like, oh, well, no, that's a, that's actually a B flat minor, and you're kind of like putting it there. So it's nice to yeah. have a guy like that. The, and dude, I I mean, I, I gotta ask you guys, you guys working together in that room, getting the music together, butting heads, all, all, all that all that stuff, man. How the fuck, like like Matt? That's one of the reasons why I've gotten into stand up comedy because I'm an actor first. I mean, let's just face it, I'm an actor first. Mm-hmm. I if I ever something that I want to do with my life is definitely camera acting and, and or stage, right? But the reason why I've gotten so much into stand up is because it's on me. I don't need yeah. I don't I don't need anybody. No reliance. Yeah, I don't have to rely on anybody. So like from from you four working together, I mean, have you you guys have been on, on a honeymoon? Have you guys fought? Like what's what's that what what is it like being in that type of situation, man? You know, man, I I kind of have to say there is a honeymoon aspect about it. We've so there, there is an element of like, it's like the Eagles thing, you know, yeah. like, like, like when you, if you watch that documentary, I'm sure you know the, the Eagles. Yeah, the Eagles are the, yeah, it, they're the it shit, is, man. It is like, it's Don Henley and Glenn Fry, and it's like, there is an element of that, 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 that does exist with us. Like, it, it really is me and Nick, we flesh out stuff, we're, we're the guys really gunning to like, you know, especially Nick, man, I have to give it to him. Like my, my guitar player, he is the business guy, man. He like, he likes going out there and like trying to get gigs and, you know, he's very industrious and then it's good in the sense, cause I'm kind of the talker. I'm really good at talking to people and like working with them and getting them, you know, Hey, you know, we got this thing, we got this thing. So yeah. it, there's an element of it that like, it's a lot of us. So as long as him and I are working on the same cylinder, which we pretty much always are it's it works but i mean you know man there have been differences you know like differences on songs like i i really brought the the dancey element that you hear in the band i really wanted to incorporate that, that i can, was, i can see that that was my <laughs> yeah. thing it was like you know because for a while we were just like rock we were just like zeppelin black keys i was like yo we need to put some funk in this. Yeah, and man. and fuck yeah, and <laughs> and and then it's really good because Michael's really into that stuff too. So it, it's like, you know, man, I I can't complain. It's just it's a good group of guys, and we're we're really vibing right now, man. We just gotta like knock on wood, dude. We we're like praying that that this wave just rides. And it, and it's cool because like the way the way you talk about them, you know that you know what the strengths are for all of them. Absolutely. So, so if you get, I really truly believe you're giving these people that the the freedom to go do what they're good at. That way, there is no there is no fighting. There's no. There's you know, man. I think it's just one of those things where we're the four of us are so hungry. Mm-hmm. You know, like the modern Matt is so hungry for success, and we. It, I mean, and I have to say, like especially me and the guitar player, we came into this like we don't want to play. You know, we don't, we're, we're not one of those guys where it's like, I just want to play my music, man, and I don't care where I play, you know, I'll, yeah. I, as long as it's my, it's like, we understand that you have to make some adjustments to sure. make yourself marketable. We Definitely. understand that. Definitely. It's like, we want success, man. We don't want to work nine to five for the rest of our lives. Heck yeah, dude. And I think the both of us grew up with this sense and, and I, and I think you get it. In fact, I know you get it. And it's this sense that. I was not born for something regular. 
Yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't. I was not born to take out the, to, you know, have my wife tell me to take out the trash every Thursday and just do it, you know? Dude, like, I mean, that's going to be like a whole, whole other conversation that we got, (laughs) that we got going. Because, dude, you got to realize, let's see, we are, we're, we're an hour in, but we're not stopping. No, no, man. I'm, I'm, I'm chilling. Yeah, dude, we're good. So let's, let's, let's go back from the beginning, shall we? Okay. Yeah, man. Let's do it. Yeah, man. Where were you born? I was born in Northridge, California. Heck yeah. I was born in Northridge, California, and then I was brought home to Hollywood, California. My, my parents lived out. My dad was doing NYPD Blue at the time. He, he had done two or three episodes of that. So we were, I was a Hollywood baby. And what, <laughs> what's, your, uh, what's your mother's name? My mom's name's Renee. She's Renee Simone. And what does she do? She's, um, right now, currently, she's, she's actually in North Carolina right now. She's spending some time with a friend, Uh but she is, she's been a, she's like kind of like one of those people where it's like, she's jumped from job to job. Oh, cool. She's always been, she's always been consistent with two things though. She's always been doing the arts Yeah. and she's always been like, she's, dude. So, so, so she's an actress too. She is. She was in, she was doing, she was doing stuff at Disney when she was, Maybe even a little bit. I think you and I are both twenty two. She was. Yeah, I'm twenty two. Yeah. Yeah, same. Mm-hmm. She was doing some Disney stuff from the time she was like eighteen to twenty one. She was doing oh, like cool. work. The obviously her dad was that helped her dad being yeah. there. But yeah, you know she's that's pretty cool. So this is where you're gonna trip out. Yeah. So um, my mom and my dad were in a band together called Warsaw Cocktail, and mm. they were they were a late eighties. It was like alt punk so it was like oh, happening fuck yeah it was dude. happening at the same time as like jane's addiction was just about to happen dude i'm getting good you know that yeah. you, you know that live that live concert of jane says dude that one yeah. of, dude uh, the, dude perry the bass guitar right for, yeah, for no, uh, no not not perry dave navarro da- yeah, yeah yeah dave navarro used to roadie for their shows dude wow man yeah that's fucking crazy, that was dave dude. navarro when, <laughs> dude when my mom showed me jane's addiction i was like why the hell wasn't i born when you were born mom? <laughs> seriously my mom was class of 90 so, like sh- yeah dude you know you yeah, know yeah. so so jane's addiction happened a little after them so right when they were happening dude the fucking chili peppers were happening. It was Fuck the stuff. Yeah, they've been to parties with the chili. Pe- I mean, they they've they've hung out with the chili peppers. They've been to parties. They were on dockets with chili peppers, L.A. Guns. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think they did one show where they opened on a on a docket that Guns and Roses were on. I mean, it's dude, like that's dude, fucking awesome, man. So, dude, they did it, man. And dude, sad tragic story, man. So they were doing it. They were having. They just got signed. My mom blew out her vocal cords, dude. My mom was the singer. My dad was a guitar player. My mom blew out the vocal cords. I was like, I was this close to being a famous baby. Fuck, I was this close. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck, really? But so, yeah, man. So, they, we are we are Hollywood and L.A. people for sure. So, I, yeah. I grew up I grew up in, in, in North Hollywood for a really good amount of time. I guess North Hollywood's not technically Hollywood, but mm-hmm. we spent a lot of time it's out still there. still a fucking good time, North Hollywood, man. North Hollywood's a, an interesting place, it, man. It is, man. It and, is. And so, Talk about me. Meeting new people, man. <laughs> man. Talk about meeting people there. It's crazy. And so, man, I we left there. I spent some time in L.A. right by the La Brea Tar Pits. Um, and then my mom, my parents had split. My mom moved to Burbank. So I was I was in kind of like Hollywood film land for Burbank. I was in media yeah, land man, for Burbank, a long yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Real long time. And then both my parents decided, okay. That's that's enough of this. I can easily access all the things I need to access from a place that's not so 
in the center of it all. You yeah. know, so we moved out to the San Gabriel Valley. I spent I've spent the majority of my life in South Pasadena. Oh, okay. I spent about ten years of my life there. Mm-hmm. And then I've just kind of bound, bounced around the SGV since. Where did, where did you go to high school? Monrovia. Oh, okay. I spent my high school years in Monrovia, California. How was their uh, their theater program over there? Dude, I spent my very last semester in drama there. I didn't even touch... I mean, I have always played guitar and sang as a side thing. Yeah. Thought about acting. Never got into acting until that semester. But dude much like yourself Mm -hmm. from the time I was, and I'm not joking from the time I was about four years old to the time I was, um, 19, Mm -hmm. I was an athlete. Oh yeah. I played football, baseball, basketball. Would you, would you, what were your positions for, uh, for football? What'd you play? Football is a, I was, I was always an arm guy. So I I was was a quarterback in football. Fuck yeah. I was a, I was a point guard or shooting guard in basketball and I was a pitcher in baseball. Heck yeah, man. That's awesome. That's funny because I was a catcher. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Like, yeah. That's why this is so easy. Yeah. <laughs> we know that we know that relationship of like you're gonna throw this pitch now. No, no, I'm not. No, you're gonna throw this yeah, pitch you're now. Yeah, gonna throw this pitch now. And then in uh, in football, I played defensive end. So, oh my god. Okay. Yeah. So the, the yeah. your, job, your job your job was to kick it, my yeah, ass. <laughs> it was my job, and I remember um, I was uh, I I started at defensive end my senior year, and we I got second team all league, and we Hell yeah. and we were one. Game away from going to the CIF championship. Wow. We lost in the semifinals. What high school was this? Colony High School in, oh. uh, in Ontario. Oh, right on. Yeah. So we lost to fucking Rancho Verde. Oh, yeah. And in, uh, in, in the semifinals. Yeah. Dude. And then baseball, I was a catcher. And then theater, when it came to theater, I started acting when I was uh, 16. It was my junior year. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, uh, shout out to uh, to my theater teacher at, uh, at Colony High School. It was uh, Eric Bowles. Wow. And what happened was he, I actually got a, um, you know, cause the teachers actually picked the scene in high school and, oh, okay. and it was during, it was the fall. So it was actually during like that Christmas time, oh, winter okay. time type of thing. Okay. So guess what role, what scene we did the fucking Grinch. I played the Grinch. <laughs> Hell who, yeah. Who did, I look, who did I look up to? Fucking Jim, yeah. Jim Carrey. Hell yeah. So I was doing Jim Carrey as the Grinch, dude. Dude. It, it was amazing. So what happened was my drama teacher pulled me um, pulled me aside and was like, hey, you know, you know what? You're very talented. Um, you should really think about doing this. Um, you know, we have um, the Laramie Project was, you know, we did that in high school. Really? We, we did Hairspray in high school. We did, um, what else? We did. So you've done that show twice. No, no, but see, here's the thing, bro, because I turned him down. I, wow. I turned him down. He said, he told me, it's like, look, you're talented. I want you to come out for, for auditions. We can try to, you know, I can try to help you out, get some roles. You know, right. I, you know, I want you to be part of this theater program. And I told him no, because I chose football and baseball over the theater. As did I. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. So I really, truly, same like you, I didn't start getting into it until after high school. Yeah. It's, you know, and I can't speak for all instances, and I certainly can't speak for all people, because there's a gazillion actor-athletes who have made the, the, you know, the bridge so seamlessly. But I felt like when I was growing up, it just didn't make sense. You know, it was like, none of my friends are into it. I'm I'm going to parties with the baseball guys. Yeah, and it's man. It's like, at, theater, really? Dude, and, that's funny. Can I, I'm going to tell you a story. Yeah, yeah I'm going to yeah. tell you a story. Yeah. So this is how much of a dick I was in high school, okay? <laughs> this is how much of a dick I was in high school. So my sophomore year, I got called up to the varsity football team. So automatically, I thought I was the shit, right? <laughs> so 
I remember it was the last day of sophomore year. And you remember in high school, you actually got to pick your electives for... Right. Well, this is how ignorant I was. I thought these people knew who I was, so I didn't have to pick my electives. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's how cocky I was. Because I, was oh like, I was like, oh, they know I'm on varsity. They'll know what the fuck. Of course, I'm joking. But, the, you know... Right, they, they, right, right, But that was how much of, a, of an idiot I was. I was cocky that way. So I remember going into my junior year, I was playing, um, I was playing baseball and they put me in the drama <laughs> and like, you know, and that, that's the sad part about it, about these days, dude, is that drama is like the, the fucking, like, that's what they put you in when there's no, when there's no room anywhere else. That's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I, and it sucks, but it's true. That's what they put you in when you, they don't have anywhere else to put you. So, of course, I'm like, oh, this is so fucking gay, right? This is lame. You know, <laughs> fuck this. You know, I was fucking tough guy, you know, whatever. And then I fell in love with it, dude. I don't, of course. Yeah, dude. Of course. I, I, fell in, I fell in love with it. Yeah, man. It was a mistake. It was an accident. Dude. Yeah. I, I, I kind of feel that. And it's kind of a similar thing. It was like, so I was, I was a, um, I kind of stopped football. It's funny. I was like Mr. Flag Football all the way up until my eighth grade year. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm ready for football. Like, I love right? football. Yeah. I did a year of tackle football. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I hate this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I was like, yeah, you know what? I just kind of wanted to throw the football and score touchdowns. <laughs> I didn't know that after I threw the football, somebody lit my ass up. And and so so I went, okay, I like baseball and basketball better. So I played basketball. Um, all the way up until my junior year. Mm-hmm. And then I stuck with baseball all the way through because I really was, I had a proclivity as a pitcher. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, like I was the MVP my oh, junior, yeah. I was the MVP my junior year. Uh-huh. And then, you know, man, me and the coach who shall not be named. Yeah. We just had, we just didn't Click. See, see eye to eye. And sure. I and I don't even blame him fully. I think my love for baseball was dwindling because it was like, Every single year, almost year round, I was mired in baseball. You know, the only reason I wasn't mired in baseball is because I was in basketball. You yeah, know? yeah. So it got to a point where I was just like, uh, I'm, I'm feeling myself dwindling. I caught an attitude. I got a little cocky, as yeah. you experienced. Yeah, and it dude, just, for sure. And it's horrible. It's long, a horrible thing. Yeah, long story short, man, I just, I, I didn't, I, I think, I think that, you know, and there was some stuff that I thought was shady on the other end, too. Yeah. But, yeah, no need to get into that. Yeah. And it was just one of those things where I uh, I think the life just changed. You yeah. know, and it just yeah. and, 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 it, and it, next it, thing you know I found I found myself in a drama class and next thing you know, man, that's that's what I was doing. And it was funny because that last semester I actually I did some acting in the class. Mm-hmm. But I didn't do, there was a show going on and I really wanted to be a part of the show. And he's like, look, I'd love to have you. You're great. But I I can't put you in the show without, well, I've auditioned all these people two weeks ago. You know, these parts are set. So I was like, shit. He's like, I can have you tech it. I'll, I'll give you an easy job. Fucking lied. I had to pull the fucking strings, <laughs> the, rope, the ropes. And I was like. I'm never doing technical theater dude, again. Dude, I, man, I, and I just want to, I want to say this. Shout out to people that are into technical shout theater. Shout out. Seriously, people shout out. that dude. do the lighting, that do, that do everything. They're dude. badasses. That, They're th- badasses. That do, dude. people that set the fucking stage, that is not easy. These couches <laughs> suck. These boxes suck ass, dude. Like, I, 
like, I, dude, seriously, shout out to people that do technical theater because, For real. I, and I don't know what it is about me and you people that act, but that is not our thing. I don't, oh, man. yeah, man, I don't, I don't know what it is. So you did technical theater for this show and that was it, man. I saw it. I got involved in it. So then I went to Citrus the next year. I tried one last time. I was like, you know what, man, I'm going to try baseball one last time. And I did. And I went, I'm miserable. Yeah. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Oh, so, man. so you it's... were, you were there when, uh, when Gomez was there. This was 2013. 14? Yeah, so uh, so Coach Gomez was there with, yeah. with, with Coach Gill. And... Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I did the tryouts and the preliminary stuff. And I think... They kept you, right? They kept you for that fall? No, I stopped. Oh, I just okay. stopped. stopped. I, was, oh, okay. I, I went through the process and, you know, they were, they were deliberating and, and getting rid of guys. And it was just like... Yeah, dude. I can't. Yeah, I can't, man. I can't S- same with me. Anymore. Same with me. This is funny because I... I went to try and go play baseball at Mount Sac, right. and, I, and I didn't make it there. And then I went to Citrus. So I met Gomez, I met, I met Gil. Good guys, good guys. I just wasn't what they were looking for. Right. So I wasn't good enough to play. And then... Yeah, no, I went through that process, too. I went through that process, and then that's exactly the same thing that happened. I mean, it was there There was an absolute element of, like, oh, I'm done. No, but I didn't... No, I, I make no mistake, I did not make it. I was yeah. like... I think my, my heart wasn't in it. It was just like, I'm... I'm just, it's not there anymore. Yeah. You know? And, and it and sucks It sucks to let that go, doesn't it? It was hard. Because man. of how amazing baseball of, is. It's a part of your life. Yeah. For years and years and years, you grew up watching the Sandlot. And it's yeah. like, I want to look up at 4th of July and, and, yeah. and, and, and during the fireworks. And a- I want to. Exactly, dude. It, exactly. It, it, there's this whole, and I appreciate this about baseball. There's the, and granted, all the sports have a culture, but. There's something like Americana about baseball that you fall in love with. It's like, yeah. oh, this is like what thousands of people do alongside me and have done before me and will continue to do. And there's this beautiful culture around it. But it just got to a point, man, where it was like, uh, I'm done with this. Yeah. And, I, and it's hard to let it go because this has been a part of my life since I was four. almost, almost yeah. an infant. Yeah, because, I, I, dude, I was four. You when know. I, yeah, I was four when I started playing, man. It's, it's horrible. It's it, horrible to let go. It was a tough thing to let go, but I think once I did, and once I really got myself, and that leads me into the next part, you know, I got yeah. myself involved in Citrus with acting and stuff Thank like that. Thank God, man. And it changed it, man. I was like, wow, this 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 teacher, Sherry Brown, she's, she's awesome. She's so, so cool, you know? She's such a cool person with this outlook on life that's kind of positive and it's like live life with vigor you yeah. know and and i appreciate it man i fell in love with it i did i did i don't know if you were i i I'm not sure if you were at citrus at this time no the no. very first show i did was museum that was with craig oh okay you know craig yeah yeah craig's the shit dude i love yeah, that guy yeah i did that with craig and he was what did what did you uh, what did you play in uh, what you this is where this is where we're gonna be talking, bro. This is this, where the this, this is where the meat the, the meat and potatoes. Yeah, happens. man. Yeah, man. Because this is like right before we met. Right. Yeah. So right. so so you took uh, so you took stage acting first. Yes. With Sherry, uh, with Sherry Brown. Sherry was my first um, introduction into it all. And then you and then you uh, like you guys did the same thing. You found out these crazy ass exercises. Um, you went into scene work, you did, uh, yeah. yeah. What, uh, what scene did you, did you do? Do you remember? 
God, my first seed in cherries. No, not offhand. I'll probably remember at some point during this podcast. Yeah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll we're gonna come back to that. I'll, for I'll, sure, dude. We'll be like talking about like food, and I'll just yell it out. <laughs> yeah, out exactly. Yeah. So so then so then museum. Well, I don't. I never heard of that. So play. museum, dude. It's funny because twice in my career at Citrus, mm-hmm. I played, um, I played a, a gay guy, mm-hmm. in which the role was changed from a girl to a gay guy. Oh, okay. So I so in that I was supposed to play it was the character's written as a French woman. Mm-hmm. I was a, a gay a, French a guy. Frenchman, yeah. And then Heck yeah. and then with this is not what I ordered when I did that with Neil over the summer. I think it was the summer of like 2015 or. T- what what was that? Uh, what what was that? Because because I mean let's let's go back, bro. Because Neil's my guy. That's my guy. Dude. That's your guy. That's my guy. Yeah. So when you did you did you take Neil? Like first with his camera acting. Oh, so you went into a fucking curveball of, well, of how crazy this guy was. I take that back. Mm-hmm. I did Neil's the semester right before I first acted with him. Oh, okay, cool. So, so you kind of had an idea of his crazy ass style and what he he's, brought. And what... yeah, he's an interesting cat for I, sure. I love him, dude. I he's love an interesting him. cat yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so I did, I did cherries. I did, I did museum. Mm-hmm. And then I, um, man, it's weird how it's all a blur it, because it really is kind of almost all a blur, but, uh, and, and, and then from museum, literally dude, the last show I did was the epiphany, mm-hmm. uh, the first go around of the epiphany, Yeah. which I mean, by all intents and purposes, that was the two week show. I think yeah, they, yeah. they just did the yeah, epiphany. I mean, yeah, dude. I yeah. mean, you're part of the, the original the, the cast. O, like... The OG, but you know, man, I, I'm kind of sad that I didn't see that new one because I felt like there would have been so many other cool things that happened that I didn't see. But because of my work that I was doing in the music program, it was just like, yeah, get to, we're gonna we're gonna get to that. We'll get we'll yeah. get to that. So because so, we got we got a lot to a to lot cover to, to, to cover. Heck yeah, dude. So this is like man, this is how long it's been since we've hung out. Like that's it's been a minute. It's man. it's been a it's long been time. A so you took Neil's camera acting class, and what was your uh, the monologue that you that you did? So immediately right off the bat, man, it was the hustler. Oh, hell yeah. So, immediately right off the bat, I think Neil got these real strong uh, Paul Newman vibes from me, mm-hmm. which is cool. Paul Newman was like a successful leading man for, for forever. Yeah, yeah. Which is cool. I was so stoked to, um, you know, to kind of have... Like get in the get in the the, the sight of the the recorder. Let me. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You're, you're we're good. We we, me, get, we got the cross. God is good. Oh shit! Oh shit! We dropped, dropped the recorder. Drop yeah, the mic. Drop the mic. Drop the mic. Let's so, see where we. So got. all the people listening to Michael's awesome podcast, we dropped Geo dropped the mic. <laughs> yeah, man. It's a Zoom recorder. It cost a hundred bucks. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you're good, man. So so yeah. Let's see. How's that? Is that good? Dude, for, I'm, for... I'm I'm solid. Right, I I'm hope solid. that this is okay. Okay. Oh no, we're good. Um, okay. No, because okay. no, no, because here's the thing. Shout out to the people that are still listening to this because we got the important stuff out of the way with your band. With my band, but, but this is like now. This is the Michael Geo stuff. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. Now, now this is like so. People are like, oh, what the fuck? Because they're probably like, because your lady's probably listening to this right now. Oh man. So, so, so um, yeah, dude. So, but th- this is what this is. This is. What I what I want to do. This is like the inside the actor. This is what I want. This is how my talk show. This is how I want my talk show. You want show to you be. want to know the the, the guts. The yeah, meat, like the, the guts. To the, the thing that gets people going because the outside is it's boring. Like what what gets you there? You know what I mean? It's I'm, I'm that's why I love Neil so much because he's an internal guy. Yeah. So that's why you know. 
So anyway, so back to the uh, to the uh, fucking. You can grab it if you. Oh, it's all good. Oh, okay. I, I I spend enough time on my phone. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. <laughs> um, so so you got the uh, the fucking uh, what was what was that that uh, was what's his name the guy the monologue you did. Paul Newman. Paul Newman. Yeah, yeah. The shit. Yeah, the shit. Yeah, Hell yeah. yeah. I love he's, that. He's he's a great man. He's one of my like. For me, it's always been like James Dean's. Like I just I just idolize him. He's just James Dean. Him and Marlon Brando are just guys. I just. I idolize them. They're just my guys. Yeah. But Paul Newman's up there, man. So yeah, I did that, and it was different, man. I went from working with Sherry Craig, and there was one other person in the mix, and it's slipping my mind. Was it a was it a white a white woman? No, 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 no. I I'm it, his name's Kevin. Um, he did a voice and movement class. I don't even oh, know. Oh, okay. He, I don't even know if he's yeah, still there. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. Kind of a long haired guy. He's yeah. got kind of a beard. Yeah, I've met that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I worked with him, but I don't know if that was before or after my first experience with Neil. I think it was it was just before. So long story short, man, um, I did that with Neil and I think the big thing with Neil was what it is with a lot of people is is it's it's getting inside the person and kind of like removing bits of of uh just removing the bullshit man yeah yeah, yeah that's Remo- the best way just, to put it is just, is, is, is kind of uh, is, is not lying yeah yeah and being and, truthful and being and that is and it's so fucking painful it is to go through it is while neil is all up in your shit <laughs> it is in front man. in front of the classroom bro yeah. So much respect for that guy, man. Yeah. Because that yeah, shit yeah. is crazy. So, and then I did that. I, the The Hustler went well. Mm-hmm. Um, I did that that first semester, and I think that Neil was still, like, he, he, you know, which was cool. He really wanted to work with me. So, I did, this is not what I ordered, that following I did his yeah, class it was, in it the was spring. A, it was a summer play, yeah. Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. This is not what I ordered, and I had to once again play a, a role that was changed mm-hmm. to be a gay guy. Oh wow! Hell yeah, yeah man! Look that, at these look at these gigs you're getting. Yeah, man. Couple I, couple gay characters. Yeah, I, I, you know what it is. I think I'm just it's it's just a, the the curly hair is a little too pretty, man. I think that uh, you, you have a you have a gay face. <laughs> you have gay, a gay, you, gay face. You, you have a you have gay hair. <laughs> so so you know, man. And I have to say that those experiences playing gay guys, yeah. being you know, very much so. Yeah, feminine. straight. Yeah, man. Being, yeah. But but being a guy who's very much so straight. Yeah. It was hard, man. It was like, is this what acting is? Is this what I'm gonna have to do? And I yeah. realized, man, I'm so glad I did it. Mm-hmm. You know, like I had to. You know, Antoine. Yeah. I had to kiss Antoine. Like, and oh, and cool. it was it wasn't like mild kissing. Like I had to kiss Antoine. I'm lucky there was for our listeners there was no tongue. <laughs> there was no tongue. <laughs> Antoine Renew, right? <laughs> yes. That, that's his last. Great name. actor. Yeah. Great he, actor. Amazing. I love that guy. But um. Yeah, man, and and it was it was a shocking experience. It was like, okay, this is what I'm gonna have to do if I want to go forward with this. So that yeah. experience, man, this is not what I ordered. I remember we would go out to Neil's spot in in oh, LA. In, oh, in LA, yeah. And he's got he's got that kind of a cool house there. He's got real close to where my dad does a lot of his auditions. Kind of a fun fact, actually. My dad did a thing. You know, you know those networks where they do like the crime stuff, like they do the reenactments and you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. The uh, like the like the Discovery Channel, like I like ID Discovery ID like ID stuff. Discovery you know, ID. Discovery ID. Yeah. So so when 
one of the things that Neil wrote, mm-hmm. my dad acted in. Oh, okay, that's, that's funny. Cra- it's small yeah, world. Yeah, crazy. that's great. That's that's so, awesome. But you know, going back to it, so yeah, I did I did that, and that was like okay, this is what Neil is. You know, yeah. The, this is this is the Neil experience. So then I did his class the following um, the fall, and then I think that's where we met. I think. Yeah, I think yeah. that was the class when I don't know if that was the same. Did the epiphany happen in the fall or the spring? The epiphany was that fall, I believe, of twenty fifteen. I believe. Man. Yeah. That was that was heavy. Yeah. That was tough, man. That was a tough role for me. And I don't think I am, in a lot of ways, I don't know if I fully prepared for that role in the way that it needed preparing. Mm-hmm. You know, like I felt like that role had so much meat and guts. Yeah. And I was kind of trying to find myself as an actor and trying to find myself as... Um, Olaf, right? Olaf, yeah. yeah. And that was a difficult role. I think... There, yeah, there's a lot of things that I felt like I could have done to have changed how I did that role, but hindsight is always twenty twenty. Yeah. But that was a moving experience. Yeah. For sure. I mean, like it was for anybody who did it before or after. That was a moving experience, man. You stepped into a world that, from a theatrical, from an actor's perspective of having to move into something heavy. Yeah. I'm sure Ray Fiennes... Liam Neeson, you know, anybody who's ever done a, a theatrical piece or a movie piece having to do with World War II, man, you step into this this world that we're not familiar with, man. Because yeah. all the wars that we've been we've been you know alive a, 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 for a part of, you know, a part it's of not it there was never the severity yeah, of that. Yeah, no, no. Never, ever, ever, ever. And and not that people losing their lives isn't severe or anything like that, uh, but but just yeah. the, the the grand scheme, World War Two compared to this Iraq War, the Iraq War that happened, it's yeah. not quite the same. Yeah, thing, yeah, you know? dude. I mean, I mean, you were uh, your character was uh, um, was somebody who was fucked up. Fucked I mean, up. I mean, that guy was, um, and it makes me emotional because that guy. Um, he 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 fought right, and that's oh, why yeah. and that's why he the Arctic fox. Yeah, and then he um he uh, had a limp. I remember that he had a limp, which was hard. Um, that wasn't easy. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, um, yeah, man, it was it was weird. Like like kind of to take it to more of a broad overview. Um, I did a lot of acting from the time I did museum in the fall of of twenty fourteen. Yeah. To all the way to I think the beginning of like maybe 2015 or the yeah. maybe halfway through 2015 I just did a succession of plays it was just play after play after play after play after play after play so it was like I kind of like threw myself into these plays kind of like you know this is you know I was fortunate I was really fortunate to just I never got turned down anything I tried out for at that school I always got cast in which was beautiful I love that I'm so grateful for that yeah but I feel like now that I've moved away from it, and, and I do actually, oddly enough, plan, because I'm going to be finishing up my AA really soon, and, and kind of like you and I had talked about you know, before we got started, it's yeah. like, you love it, you love citrus, but it's time to move on. I, yeah. am, I am way at my point of like, I'm ready to do my thing, especially because I already have things happening outside of it. Yeah, you know? yeah. So it was a rapid succession and it was a lot of stuff and, and and I'm excited to come back into it. You know, I might do one more Sherry class and then I'm, I'm going to, I actually have an agent. Uh, I got it. Luckily, you know, my family being in the business, it was, it wasn't too hard to get an agent. 
it's just it, I'm gonna come into it with a very new perspective, having done a different kind of performance for sure. Yeah, for sure, man. But yeah, dude, I'm so grateful for that time, that time acting I spent at Citrus. I have to say, the two most enjoyable pieces, and 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 nothing on Neil or or Craig or anything like that. The two most enjoyable pieces I did at Citrus were um, very still and hard to see, which was done, which was directed by an alumni. Mm. It was kind of a horror, very artistic piece. Um, you know, there were elements uh, of my scene and my character that I wish there was more, but looking at the piece, the general play as a whole, um, I really loved that piece. I thought it was really well done and really well constructed. And then that aside, I think my just my favorite was working with Sherry as mm. a director and not as a teacher. Yeah, Sherry as a director, it's a different animal and it's just a different ballpark. And it it was really fucking cool. Yeah, man. like I got to play this really like. Did you see um, Book of Days? No, I didn't actually. That was because uh, I got I got to get Mike Tapia on here. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna get Mike Tappy on. Right here, on. And, and he went off into like a half hour tangent of how how great when he when he did Book of Days. Book so, of Days was a fantastic. Yeah, experience, he he talked he talked about that play for a little while because so. because you know man it was one of those things where it was like Book of Days was not an action packed piece. That's not what Book of Days was. Book of Days was like. There's plot twists and and people you have to observe to kind of understand what's going on, you know. So, I got a really meaty character, man. I mean, you know, spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't watched <laughs> Book of Days. The Book of Days. My character, I play this like yeah, he's like he's like the young suave like Missouri guy. He was the, oh cool. He was the all star athlete, you know. He oh, was okay. he was kind of like suits wore suits. Yes, he was a lawyer. He ends up becoming a lawyer after he finishes his college and high school career. And so I played this guy who ends up being pretty sinister, man. So there was there was so much I did with that role, and you know whether it it played or read or not, that's not up to me to decide. But I really felt like I was in this meaty role, and I just man working with Sherry, it was just. How how did you have to how did you have to dig dig into that? I mean, a guy who's who's a lawyer. When you were, when, I mean, when you're going back to doing to doing research and doing all this stuff, what did you do? How did you prepare for that? So that role, man, I tried to watch. Um, I tried to watch role. You know, I. It's kind of funny. I can't even remember all the things that I had watched. I remember watching a lot of roles where I already knew the plot and I knew that somebody was evil. And it's funny because one movie that I do remember that I watched. Mm-hmm. And I just re- I literally just finished watching it before you you uh, you came by. Uh-huh. Was Inglorious Bastards, dude. And I studied Christoph Waltz like yeah. a mofo because I was like, this guy's jumping between like all of these personalities, and you're like, oh my god. So there was a lot of Christoph Waltz that I was really feeling they, for that role because yeah. he's he's the master of that. He's yeah. the master. He's like, oh, I have this side of me, this side, and this side, and you don't really know who I am, and it's yeah. like. That was a big guy who I who I read up on. For oh heck yeah! So, I have to say, of all my things, man, that was probably my most enjoyable experience. You know, that was it was really a blast doing that role and and being a part of that. You know, so it it was definitely 
I think working with the person who got me into it, Sherry, and working with her as a director and, and sharing an artistic experience instead of necessarily an educational experience, although it yeah. was an educational experience. Yeah, yeah man. I mean, Sher- Sherry does, does things. She talks about things. She teaches things that she doesn't have to fucking teach, dude. Of course not. She, like, dude, like Sherry and Neil, they teach the fucking business, man. And I don't know, like, I don't, they, like, because any, any professor, any sing, any teacher can say, like, oh, this guy memorizes lines. He's good. You know what I mean? Right. He gets the A because because he tried. Right. You, you know what I mean? But. Of course. I mean, those people, I mean, talk about some, some people that'll call you out on, on everything that, on, on absolutely everything. I did the first. And they both can be ruthless, man. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, man. Because I did, uh, the first monologue I did in Neil's class was from Chasing Amy. Really? Yeah, it was Chasing Amy. Uh, it was Ben Affleck's, um, uh, what do you call it, monologue. I feel like I remember that because I think your first class was the one I was in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was, yeah, that was the semester I met you. Yeah. Yeah, and that was the, uh, and it's hilarious because I love talking about it, and it's, um, it's no offense to, uh, to Neil Weiss because he's, uh, anybody who's, who's interested in, and acting, I mean, take fucking Neil Weiss camera acting at Citrus College, man, because mm-hmm. it's going to fuck you up. But the first semester I was there, there was 15 people in the A class and in the... And in, everybody and, else was... And, 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 yeah, there were 15 people in just the A class, bro. The, the next, that next week, the next Tuesday or whatever, Wednesday night, whenever the hell it was, half those people left. Because, because of that first lecture that Neil did, <laughs> half of people from the A class left. And shout out to fucking fucking Ayumi stayed, Michelle stayed, um, who who else? There was um, fuck, I don't I don't even remember the the other people because they actually they didn't keep on acting at the school. They took the class and then they left. <laughs> so um, like I don't who the fuck else stayed? Yeah, just Ayumi and and Michelle stayed. Every like everybody else was like, I'm gonna get this class done and then I'm fucking out of here. I'm out. Yeah, dude, it was it was crazy. I mean that guy. <sighs> man no say it again <laughs> you know uh, no no <laughs> yeah. yeah i remember i'd be acting he's like um you know like how does he you know how does he feel or what's this monologue about <laughs> you oh, know man. and i'd be like oh it's about this he's like yeah i know that but what's it really about yeah <laughs> that's the classic i think that's like of all the neo lines it's uh, like I know. That's it really. About. I know, but what's it really about? And you have to you have to dig into this fuck this conflict that this person is is having. Yeah. And um yeah, man, I don't, I don't know. I can talk about this for for hours. <laughs> it's funny, man. Talking about it almost like sets me back to that mode that I that I, I haven't been in in a while. So, to kind of like follow the the chronological order of everything, man. So, I um I, we finished the epiphany and I and then I did that last Neil's class and then you know it was just like man I I uh, I was I was definitely bummed I didn't get to go to Norway I was kind of like I was a little hurt by that but I can't say that that's the reason I, I shifted yeah I think I had just done it for almost two years in rapid succession play after play after play after play I was like I'm not feeding this other thing, artistic thing that I love, and that singing, and, yeah, and and act or and and playing music, yeah, and um, oddly enough, the very first thing I ever did at Citrus, the very first class I ever took was a singing class with Mr. Green, who is amazing, oh yeah, amazing, amazing teacher, he's, cool, he's like a guru, hell yeah. Um, so then I decided, okay, 
Well, I've done enough of this. Now it's time to move on to some music and do some music stuff. And I had heard about the pop program and I was like, okay, I could do citrus singers or I could do maybe a choir. And I was like, I've heard so much about this pop rock program. And, yeah. and, and then somebody had mentioned to me that there's the opportunity that if you succeed in it, you can get a job afterwards. And oh, cool. Are you that's gonna... how I have a job now. Oh, that, oh so you because, did it. Because okay. I succeeded in that program. So yeah, man. I did Night Shift. Night Shift is like the main band you make it into at Citrus. And then if you if you succeed at Night Shift, he'll put you, he'll employ you, bro. He'll, oh, okay. He'll give you jobs. Gino, meaning, yeah. I'm saying, he'll, he'll give you jobs. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, man. And, and actually, that's the reason I, I, um, I, I moved into that as I was like, oh, I can get a job? Oh, that sounds great. Yeah, for so sure. So I just finished up this year. This past year was my first and probably only year in Night Shift. And yeah. And it was great, man. I learned. I, I, I did. So to to follow the the chronology of it all. Yeah. When this was this was moving into 2016, I did pop two, and then and then I I graduated through that into night shift, and then here I am. I finished night shift. Now I finished that program, and dude, I am, and that's why I say I want to get back into acting because I am a brand new performer. Like yeah, man. I I literally in the span of two years became a frontman, and that's really kind of my identity now man is yeah. that's really what i live in and what i sit in and and where i feel comfortable so now it's like okay i want to go back into acting with this new mindset you know yeah, having been in an original band doing cover work playing giant events you know granted singing other people's music yeah. but dude you so get, you're gonna refresh the headshots I am. I yeah. have. I have those headshots. Those what, old ass ones. What, what are the What are the ones that? You, what do you? Which ones are they? Do, do you remember? Um, which headshots are, do you have right now? Is your hair still? Is it? Oh is no, it curly? man! I have like James Dean hair in the. Oh. I mean, dude, I'll never not have curly hair. I'm stuck yeah. with this for life. Yeah, but yeah. The the headshots I use for Neil's class are headshots I actually took when I was like 18 years old. Oh okay. And and yeah, so it is time to it's, up, it's, it's definitely, time to update yeah, those. It's time to it's time to update them. So so yeah, man, it, it's 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 all been this this chronology and this moving into music, and I have to say, only based on what I've experienced now, I've never experienced a calling like I have with being a frontman. Fuck yeah, dude. I've never experienced a calling like that. I, I, I've been standing on stage, you know, like looking at feeling the Hawaiian breeze, like come and I mean, it happened before Hawaii, but like, you yeah, know, just an example, like the Hawaiian breeze, it's like flowing through my shirt. There's, there's beautiful beach like yeah. in front of me. There's this beautiful pool right here, right here. These, you know, like just like amazing, amazing scenery and it's like i'm sitting here singing a van morrison song to start off the whole show and i'm like this is it this is what i do mm -hmm. so 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 i mean man that was that was it you know that was that was really it and 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 from there now it's like okay i want to jump back into acting to see how good dude I'm, this I'm calling glad. has has affected me and i love theater man but i want a camera act yeah dude me too I love theater. I appreciate it to the fullest extent, but I want to be on camera. When you, um, when the reason why I think I would want to do camera more than stage acting is because I'm the type of actor who likes to sit there and fucking think. Mm -hmm. I'm a, I'm the type of guy who likes to, and that's why that's why I love Neil is because he's he's not the type of guy where it's like all right pick up pick up the pace you know like we don't want to lose the audience you know what I mean the yeah. audience the audience is already there watching you. So don't be afraid 
to you know sit You're back so right. yeah. you know like don't be afraid to sit back and just like someone just died you know what i mean like yeah yeah like just an example that i'm gonna go to like somebody just died like don't be afraid people who are listening like just don't be afraid to just sit back and just take it in you know you know what i mean like you can't you can't do that in the theater people well, are, you know yeah and like with 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 and that is the, it's it's the breathing in of the moment i think when your camera excuse me when your camera acting it's like everything reads like it would if you were sitting face to face with someone now granted you have to be realistic to an extent with theater but there are more grand gestures with theater yeah, whereas yeah. with acting you can convey three different things by an eye and eyebrow movement yeah you can't do that with with theater necessarily that, it's like yeah i dude you can it's weird what whatever the, those what i i don't i don't even know how to how to explain it because we do this uh you remember this crazy ass um exercise that we do in camera acting where you're um you're cleaning fucking you're folding clothes or you're um you're you're shuffling cards you're like doing something whatever and while you're doing that you're thinking about a problem that you have and it's just it's amazing you're right like the eyebrow shift or the way your mouth goes up and down it's or all in little tiny it's, it's, moments yeah man. man and people just just realize it you know that this person is going through something yeah and um that's what i that that's that's what I, what i like doing you know dude it's it's a beautiful art man and i'm certainly when i say i think i found my calling ultimately my my calling is performance yeah. and and i and i will make my way very swiftly back into acting you know and and, and my goal has always been i want to be a rock star who makes movies yeah you know? that's, hell yeah man i just want to do them both so i mean yeah man that's you know, to, to kind of summarize and, and, and conclude all of that. Hell like, yeah, man. That's my chronology, man. It, you know, it was like from sports to that fat period of acting, and now I'm, I'm really mired in the music, but I'm finding myself wanting to, to get back into into the acting as well, man, because, hey, we all want to be famous. We all want to make it. Yeah, <laughs> and man. We all want to be as multifaceted as possible. Yeah, man. So let's uh, let's shout out the, the Modern Man again, Once right? more, once yeah, more, yeah, man. man. Yeah, man, let's do it. Um, You can follow the Modern Man on, on you can Instagram. F- yeah, Instagram, uh, Facebook, no Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, <laughs> uh, Twitter. Check us out on SoundCloud. Brand new single, Blurry Eye. We're going to be at Vans Warped Tour. We got some gigs lined up this Saturday, next week in Pomona, some in Chino. We got a Pasadena gig this week. What are you what, what are you doing What are you doing next week? Do you want to? Um, Cause you can uh, you can write down all your stuff and we can put it out there again. Have like a little part two or yeah, whatever. Dude, talk more, dude. I'd I'd be absolutely down for that. Um, yeah. I mean, we got you mean like the specific gigs we have yeah, coming up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can talk about the specific gigs. Uh, we can dates. Uh, just whatever, man. Yeah. So we got a uh, we got a uh, old town old town Pasadena this Saturday. Mm-hmm. We got um, we got DBA twenty five in Pomona next Wednesday, mm-hmm. and then a week from this Saturday on the twenty second, we have this massive. It's going to be a festival. It's going to be a bunch of local bands. It's going to be in Chino Hills, the Legacy Room. Oh, cool! Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. My brother, my brother played there. Yeah, the one that uh, that's is it off of Philadelphia? I believe so. And I don't know the actual or, address. Or is it? Or is it off of? Uh, or is it off of uh, Chino Street? You know, I'm super unfamiliar with Chino. Um, I I'm probably gonna like look it up the day up and be like, okay, <laughs> tell me how to get there to my gig. <laughs> yeah, man, we gotta we'll hook up we'll hook up next week and and talk more about the, right on, uh, man. That about the good. gigs. Yeah, man, thank you so much Dude. for 
for doing this. Appreciate it. Yeah. And we are out, baby. Sit and Run Podcast, YouTube, SoundCloud. I, I love you guys. We'll talk to you guys next week. Later.